This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I've never done an STD test. I cut my teeth on random names from the TV and I'm not proud of my first time was it so messed up if I were you I'd tell us and everybody's like girlfriends, boyfriends girlfriends of their best friend pets, sex, parents tinder schools they send them in and Jake and Amidus bully them a lot of people aren't loyal loyal so many questions about cheating just cause Amir is a new man Doesn't mean you'd go and fuck your girlfriend's mum Seriously Why would you, like why? If I were you I wouldn't do that I wouldn't do that at all Whoa Lo-fi Lord That was Lord. not Lord Right in <laughs> Really It was really? Jordy Jordy McGrath from Briz Vegas, Australia Briz Vegas, good stuff God. Good on you, mate I feel like we haven't Cheerio, been in a while, right? How long has it been? Yeah, geez. I feel like we went there in 2016, and that was and it. I don't know if I've or been back. was it 17? Yeah. It, it might was... have been 17, huh? I'm trying to remember if I went back there or not. I don't think I you did. You definitely didn't go back. Well, yeah. actually, I just realized <laughs> I might have been even earlier. 2014, we were in Bris Vegas. Because we really? went back in 2016 or 2017, but we didn't go to Brisbane. Wow. I actually fully do not remember going to Australia twice. You're saying we went to Australia twice? You don't remember that we went back to Australia? No, I thought we've only done one tour with Streeter. We did two tours with Streeter. And the first time we did five shows, that's the trip I remember. Yeah, the first time we did, yeah, we did... Adelaide, Melbourne, Sydney, Brisbane, then Perth. Yeah, and then we went, and then we went home. Okay, you don't. That's what you remember. That's the yeah. That's the one I remember. What happened in the second one? The second one, I believe, we only did two shows. I think we only did Melbourne and Sydney, and then we were going to go to Byron Bay, but it was really rainy, so we went to Queenstown, New Zealand. Which is another place we've been to twice. And I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, I remember going with Mitzi doing the world's largest swing. Yeah, and you don't remember going to Queenstown, New Zealand with Streeter Seidel? Yeah, I guess we did go there twice. For In like my mind, it's all one epic trip. Yeah, no. So maybe I have been to Brisbane twice. No, I'm telling you, you've only been there once because we only went there once, but we've been That's... to Australia twice. 
That's really cool. What's your problem? What's what? your problem? Man? <laughs> I don't have You're, a problem. You're just you have some kind of degenerative cognitive disease. I think. I think you I have you cog have fog. Alzheimer's. <laughs> you do have cog fog. This is a real issue. You don't remember <laughs> two weeks of your life in a foreign country. That's well, absurd. I do remember because it it's all obscene. just like it. We it did a show for eight hundred people. Yeah, I remember that, of course. No, you don't remember that, of course. You remembered it one time, of course. And the second time, you can't recall. Yeah, and both times we just did a podcast in the same venue? It was a different venue. One time was the rock venue. The other time Uh was the old theater. (laughs) And then in Melbourne, same venue or different? No, it was two different venues in Melbourne. Sydney, we did um, we did the same venue both times. It was the the uh, metro. The metro. Yeah. yeah. How did we? Do, how was um, the second show? It wasn't as major as our first one. The second, the first time was like lightning in a bottle. We were touring with the Free Shipmen. We had Shrimpy. Uh, uh-huh. Vanessa was there. Mm-hmm. Um, you were single. We were meeting up with people. We were partying. Uh-huh. Um, the second time, it was just me, you, and Streeter. More of a business excursion. No shrimpy. <laughs> no free shit, man. Um, <laughs> no shrimpy. <laughs> no shrimpy, man. No shellfish and that trip. We did two shows. I don't even know if we sold out the Metro the second time. I think we... Sold it out the first time, and maybe the second time too, but it took longer or something. And both good shows. We didn't get as trashed, though. We didn't party as hard. And then we went and had a relaxing time in Queenstown. We didn't do the shoeies. Right. We didn't do the shoeies the second. Actually, I think I might have done the shoey the second time as well. Really? Hold on. One second, because I'm going to pull up. Oh, yeah. I did, I did the shoey the second time. Really? This Okay, we have a video. How'd you find that so quickly? Not that's a... the second time? Yeah, that's the second time. Do you see the date here? I'm I'm holding it up to the screen. Yeah. Uh so if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see Jake recording on his Zoom. The, oh, sorry, yeah. w- what so is that's the date? March March seventeenth, twenty seventeen. That's right. And the time um, went before that was like two or three years earlier. Yeah. The the Anatheum Theater in uh, in Melbourne. Damn. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for coming to those memorable shows. I'll never forget those shows as long yeah. as I live. You're a dick. It's funny because you actually blacked out at the first Sydney show. So you're the one who shouldn't remember both shows. I don't remember the show, the second half of the Sydney show. Yeah. After, I think everybody <laughs> made me chug a whiskey. They sang that yeah. song. I chugged a whiskey and then I kicked the bottle into the audience and I don't know what happened the second half of the show or the second half of the night. I believe I took Molly in Sydney. (laughs) And then I took Sydney in Molly, which is what I call Melbourne. Yeah. Oh my God. It was, what a time, what a time that was. Um, All right. We got some lightning round questions for this episode. We're trying to speed through as many quick hits as humanly possible this is if i were you the only advice pod on the web hosted still by us correct that's right i was thinking when we retire we can just give the show to someone so the show lives on but 
different hosts. Right. And it'll be the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. And that, yeah. that theme still works. Yeah, exactly. That intro is perfect. Um, okay. If you, oh, here we go. First question. If you could have, if you could choose two people, writes Maddie Eat World, to cover your show for a month, who would you choose? Oh. That's a good way to wow. dip our toes in that water. So it's a semi-retirement. We can sort of see how it does. And if the ratings are even yeah. better, we can start transitioning completely away. Um, it's interesting. I guess, who are the people I trust to do it? Let's go ahead and say Gabrus and Betsy Sidaro. Really? So two very funny friends of ours hosting our show for us for a month, at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Great improvisers. They're the same age as us, roughly. So I feel like that kind of like, you know, it won't get, it, the show won't get too young. It won't start to alienate yeah. the fans that have been around for a long time. All right. I'll go Jeff and Riley because they are younger. They have more mm -hmm. of a pulse of like what a 25 to 30 year old is up to which is our ages-ish yeah. when we started the show. Right. Let me counter that. And it's I'm going to poke a hole basically because there's a, there's an there's something wrong with mine as well, which okay. is just that Jeff and Riley already have a podcast. Sure. Betsy and Gabrus at least don't already have an existing podcast. You can't really get their dynamic in, unless they're guesting on each other's shows. That's true. But at the same time, I think it'd be more By interesting the same to token. bring bring new people in mm -hmm. bring two people that don't have a podcast at all matt damon and ben affleck really also two i guess if we can literally OG. choose anybody yeah and then they can have famous people on the show like j-lo could do a fucking theme song what if we even just did like because i feel like people pay attention to whatever fucking elon musk says and does so we go musk, musk and gabriel bezos I would also oh, do Musk and Gabrus because that's funny. But I feel like... Would they do their own ad Bezos, rate if they're billionaires? There's a world where Bezos and Sidaro could do it. Because oh, that would cool. be fun. Betsy yeah. Bezos. Betsy Bezos. I love that for us, for our and podcast. They probably wouldn't need to do the Patreon either because one of them's um, nearly a trillionaire. I didn't realize Betsy had that much money. No, Bezos. That's, a, that's nuts. Oh, Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> Jeffrey James Bezos. Jeffrey James Bezos has billions. Um, what is, uh, Full Incense asks, what is the subject of the worst argument slash biggest fight you have ever had with each other? Who? I don't know. Can you think of our biggest fight? Well, there was the time where you pantsed me and I punched you back a lot in the street. Yeah. Uh, that you was think a that pretty was a big, big argument, one. though? It wasn't an argument, but I it was a very uh, physical moment where I snapped. I uh, yeah. lost my cool and I <laughs> lost my shmool. You kicked my ass. <laughs> I killed you. <laughs> I completely you pulverized You beat the shit out of me and left me for dead in West Hollywood. <laughs> oh, man. That was you good. You tried to curb stomp me. 
<laughs> Marty pulled your head away at the last second. <laughs> um, I guess that was like the most heated it ever got between us. Yeah. As for specific fighting, I don't remember an argument. Yeah. Uh, there's got to be something. A disagreement. Yeah. The only things I can think of, though, were like, I guess maybe I, I feel like I just remember a situation where like we were mad at college humor, but I was more mad than you. And I feel like that's that's where like that's what the subject is. We're like sometimes like say when they um, do you remember when they f- fired us and wanted to half our salaries? Uh huh. That sounds familiar. Yeah. And I was like, fuck this. I want to quit. Like, let's quit. And I wanted you to, like, stand up for us with me. Join yeah. me in this big fuck you. But you were rational. And you were like, they give us health insurance. Yeah, so plus even half our money, salary. That's better than yeah. zero of each. Right. So we'll do a little less work. And then um, I feel like we ended up meeting somewhere in the middle. But at the same time, that was probably like the most heat. It wasn't even like we were directly mad at each other, but just like a contentious situation where we had a a disagreement. Yeah, a moment. We need to do like amazing race style, stressful situations. That way we can get into more arguments with one another. Yeah. I wonder if we would ever get into arguments though if we were in stressful situations or if we would just, I feel like we would both just give up. (laughs) <laughs> us us arguing is just like the breakdown and nothing happens we're like oh, i'm not gonna deal with this <laughs> right two we're not hard-headed we're two soft-headed people yeah we're both conflict averse and we don't like drama so if it seems like it's heading in that direction i feel like both of us are just like uh let's let's bail have you gotten into a situation like that with other people like yelling and drama yeah the most I get is just like feeling like I need to be very direct um, in an email or something. I feel like it got that way with like contractors at my house. Yeah. A very stern tone. Here it comes. Yeah. Just like aloof. This needs to You're not going to like me when I'm glib. Yeah. Yeah. I'm setting a deadline. Yeah. (laughs) How's that? It's like the Hulk, but instead of going crazy, you're just sort of terse yeah Yeah. and me being and to like me being angry is everyone else's normal because usually i'm effusive (laughs) and very very polite so like i'm just oh wow i'm not going to use an exclamation point and i'm not going to have a friendly (laughs) greeting how's that yeah you wouldn't like me when i'm sort of short with you so instead of the incredible hulk Mm -hmm. you're just the incredible sulk and you get kind of sad at a person Ooh, the incredible sulk is good yeah you get kind of small (laughs) do you ever play the game the video game rampage where you're like godzilla or king kong and you're like eating buildings and punching down or eating people and punching down buildings i feel like i've seen people play that game yeah, well, after you die, you turn into a person. So, like, you go from Godzilla to a little man. And that's sort of you when you get angry. Oh, you just sort yeah. of shrink. Shrivel. That's your incredible yeah. sulk moment. The incredible sulk. Um, here's a quickie. Yeah. Rachel Plan asks, what app does Jake use to edit his Instagram posts? I need to know. I'm a Visco girl. 
I pay. I think it's nineteen dollars a year. Maybe ninety dollars a to day. <laughs> um, but yeah, I like I like the Visco filters. That's those are my shit. I'm more. I'm usually in the um, the vibrant folder, the C3, the C7, sometimes the C1. Interesting. Those are my presets. What I do use, you use Afterlight, and I don't have a hydro flask. Yeah, Afterlight is the poor man's in phone editing app. It's no Visco. It's really no Visco. It doesn't <laughs> After have <to> light. <laughs> uh, Visco also has like um like a um a remove button, which is really nice for unsightly things in your photos. You know, somebody if I, I like a Vista, but then you know somebody's walking in the background, I can actually remove a person with really? the tap of the finger. Yeah. How does it know to remove that? What does it replace it with? It replaces it with like kind of like an amalgamation of things that are. It's almost like the blur tool on Instagram, yeah, or on um, Photoshop, yeah. Wow, have you done that? Have you used that before? Yes, I have. I have, and I'm not going to tell you on which photos because then you might notice. Yeah. Did you use it to remove your dick? Because I see on a lot of these photos you have uh, (laughs) a little mangina. I'm serious. In this one from uh, Italy, oh, that's really you must have accidentally Visco deleted your cock. Oh, that's really much. I have a fucking hog. I have a tank. Okay, I have a fucking Pringles can of a cock, and you have nothing under the tank. You have nothing under the hood. All right, bro. I'll whip my cock out right now and show no. you how fucking... Don't oh, do that. Oh, shit. You see this? Bottom of the screen right there. <laughs> yeah, that is a Pringle. That's how you brought it up. <laughs> I have a Pringle can and you have a single Pringle. You have a mustache, man. <laughs> it's your pinky. I can see. <laughs> uh, good stuff for those watching. Shout out to you guys watching. Yeah. This. Shout out to the YouTube the youtube crew tube uh all right let's take a break thank some sponsors and come back with more questions and answers after this this headgum podcast is brought to you by aura frames that is right uh from grandmothers to new mothers aunts even the friends of your life every mom loves an aura frame holy shit even aunts yes especially aunts oh well because it was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and selected as one of Oprah's favorite things. I mean, these aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. I believe it. You have an aura frame, don't you? Yes, I actually more than believe it. I know it. Uh, I've got one for my mom, my mother-in-law, my grandmother-in-law. And dare I say your aunt? And dare you say my aunt and my aunt-in-law. Everyone's got one. Everyone loves them. I mean, Mother's Day is right around the corner, and there's no better gift than a digital photo frame. You give them the frame. It's got preloaded pictures in there, and you know what? You can update it with an app, so every time you take a new picture of a sweet little uh, person or place or thing in your life, it gets automatically sent to that frame. Exactly. And right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. Holy smokes. Excellent deal. Yeah, that's A-U-R-A Frames.com. You use the code HEADGUM at checkout to save. HEADGUM. Nice. Yes. 
HeadGum. It's easy to set up. It's loved by everybody, including Oprah, including your aunt. Mm -hmm. So do check them out. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code HeadGum at checkout to save. Damn right. And terms and conditions apply, of course. Of course. Thanks again to Aura. (sighs) That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. And we have returned. Yes. Yes, yes. Any any good ones in your Twitter feed? I've got one. Step okay. Ladder. Step mm-hmm. Ladder writes, Goat Age to Get Married. Wow. Goat Age. Yeah. Uh that's a good question. Mid thirties, late thirties? Yeah, I think it's early thirties, to be honest. Oh really? I I got married at thirty three, but I think the goat age might be be 32 but it also could be 34 and i'll tell you why i think your 20s it's nice to have relationships that fail so you're sampler platters exactly so are you getting a fucking call right now yeah i got a potential spam if you can believe it i'd really appreciate (laughs) a little respect for me, when I'm talking or... about the goat age to get married. Yeah, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> also, you could have breezed by it. I'd like to see you do the same courtesy for me as I do for you. Don't sip your coffee. Don't sip your coffee. It's done. It's no done. way. You're getting the dregs of the coffee. There's nothing but melted ice down there. Why don't you pay attention to me? Because little... you're hearing something you don't want to hear. You're Look hearing something tan. you don't want to hear, and you decide that you're going to distract yourself with the taste of sweet cream. Yeah. So this doesn't sting as much as it should. So you don't well, learn this your This is actually lesson. oatly. So it's um, more of an oat-based creamer. Sorry. Sorry. I didn't realize it was oatly. It's okay. Recall happening, so I'm sort of taking a risk. Very interesting. Anyway, the goat age to get married is the exact age you were, you were saying. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I said 32 <laughs> or 34. You obviously don't listen. You obviously don't care. And you obviously don't know, well, you don't want to know why the goat oh. age is 32. Okay, why? Um, I was just sort of... <laughs> no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just spitballing well, here. Said... <laughs> uh, you said 32 or 34. <laughs> I think I think relationships are supposed to fail in your twenties, and I know some people stay together through those uh, learning moments, but I do think mm-hmm. that like you're learning relationships in your twenties, uh, and I think that thirties is where you start to come into your own a little bit. Uh, you become the said, final version of yourself. Yeah, but then if you're single in your thirties, I don't think I would like rush to get married because I do think that there's something to feeling more sure of yourself and confident in who you are while still being single. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, I think thirties is a nice time to settle down because you're, you're, you're mostly hanging out with 
uh, fully formed adults at that point hopefully yeah hopefully hopefully it's not all the time not every time um here's a question wait from, what do you think the goat age to get married is oh, i would say mid to late 30s so you're still experiencing your 30s a little bit before tying the knot yeah. so you're 39 and you're not married that's right i have four months to elope that's amazing to abscond with Avital to Aruba. Aye, aye, aye. Come back as a couple for once. Amazing. Uh, QWERTY asks, let's talk money. Doesn't Amir have an Ooh. econ degree? I don't. Uh, what's your percent of <laughs> net worth in cash versus the market? What's Amir's lifetime betting losses and winnings? What's Jeff's salary? And do you have any other financial advice? Wow. Relationship advice um, is so 2015. Now all we want to hear about is cash. That's his tweet. That's fascinating. I like that. I don't I feel like I'm smarter at relationships than I am about cash, though I have invested wisely, mostly by accident or at Jill's behest. Oh, interesting. Um like I bought my house in LA early for me like i don't know if i would have like just bought a house then but right jill was like oh we like you should buy a house you have this money you should buy a house and then i did and it ended up being a really good thing that i did um yeah. so real estate has gone up yeah i don't know if that's my advice because i'm that that's not my advice that's just basically me admitting that i'm not qualified to give it but i will say i will say Something I earned or learned early on, Freudian mm -hmm. slip, <laughs> very nice, uh, is to diversify. So mm. having as many little streams of income so you're not super reliant on one or putting your money in lots of different places. So if something goes awry, you aren't completely ruined. So That's right. if you can afford stocks, real estate, um, some little things here and there, whatever. Uh, what I mean, even if you're putting all of your money in the stock market, just not buying all one stock, that's obvious or it should be. Right. Because then if that one goes down, your whole net worth goes down. Exactly. What's your um, financial advice? Some people have told me that in your 20s and like even early in your 30s that you should like almost have all of your money uh, in investments, like only have like 5% of everything you own, like just in cash in a checking account everything else should be fluctuating up and down with the market that's interesting i mean i def i don't think i i didn't have any money until i was 27 or 28 i was living paycheck hand to, to mouth. paycheck yeah. yeah um but as but soon I as you have savings you should be right, i guess put it investing in the, that right. money nothing you're saving should be sitting in a savings account it should be in the market yeah, exactly. I actually I, think the first person that gave you gave me stock tips was you. Me? I believe when I yeah, when I first signed up for Schwab. Yeah. Um I think I I did it with you and I just bought all the same stocks that you had. Oh, interesting. I remember also learning early on that like there are no stock experts that like people who get paid to become like money managers are just like just as randomly good or bad as like just having a mouse pick the stock. So you should just 
by big yeah. companies that you happen to believe in, like Nike or Netflix or whatever. Right. I did. And I, that's, that is what I did. And all of those went up over time. And I, right. I, I also feel like Warren Buffett has said that like, no, nothing is smarter than just investing in like the S and P 500. If you're putting your money into the stock market. Yeah. Just like smattered across 500 large companies that eventually will go up over time. Right. And it might go down, but you're not touching <clears throat> that money because you're young. Exactly. You want to, um, only invest what you're willing to like not touch for a while, not money that you need to like double in a year or two. Exactly. Exactly. Do you see this one um, where it's, what do you call these finger sandwiches or party sandwiches? And they're like very, uh, neatly cut egg salad sandwiches. No, but you no. know, those, those sandwiches that are like almost like Kit Kat size. They're so like tall and thin they're like sliced crustless and they sometimes have egg salads and they're like on a platter at a party do you call those finger sandwiches or party sandwiches oh i guess i'd probably call them finger sandwiches yeah me too i've never heard because to me a party sandwiches. sandwich is like a that's like a six foot sub right that's, I feel like those things are are like British, like high tea shit. Yeah. And like I've never had anything called a finger sandwich, but if I saw that, I'd, I've also <laughs> never had that. So I'd be like, that looks like a finger sandwich. Party sandwich? That's a six foot hokey. <laughs> it's it's low key high tea. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. The ones in Here's this photo interesting one look like half oh, egg sorry. salad, half tuna. So it's got like, it's a okay. double decker. So that seems ex exceptionally British or Canadian even. Yeah. French Canada, probably. What um, are you saying? Okay. Uh, two. Okay. This is, a, this is a good one, I think. Ryan Curtis asks, is there a world where headgum buys college humor? Whoa. Um, I don't think so. Amazing. Yeah. Because we're think we sort could? of in the. Well, Sam runs College Humor now, so we'd have to make a deal with Sam Reich. So that would be kind of fun. But we, mm -hmm. don't, we don't need video content. We need podcasting content. Well, actually, all of our podcasts are moving to video. So we do need video content. That's cool. Um, all right, cool. Well, I'm on it. Okay, Amir obviously doesn't give a shit. Um, Two Snake Four Legs asks, you're going back in time to blow history's mind with modern music, but you can only bring three albums. What do you take? Weezer's Blue Album. Mm -hmm. Live Throwing Copper. Okay. And Blues Traveler 4 is the name of the album. Those are the first three albums I bought. And I'm going to blow history's mind with our love is like water beaten down and abused for being strange. <laughs> Immediately burned at the stake for being a witch. <laughs> I should have brought the Beatles. That would be a I funny sketch. I should have brought the like, Beatles. You travel back in time and you're, you're trying to show them music and inventions, and then they just find out that you had a time machine and you're burned for being a witch. <laughs> See, you're already thinking like a college humor owner. That's true. That's, That's working. True. Um, uh, what's, or Enema of the State 
dude ranch and take off your pants and jacket. I'll blink because I feel like I want to be consistent as an artist. And I wouldn't need any other albums because I know every Beatles song. So I feel like I can just hum. They do. Don't make me bad. Don't make it Take your dad's thong. Take a sad song. make it better. (laughs) Bring it because you don't know the words. (laughs) Your throat is closing at the thought of singing I'm nervous to sing live. I'm more of a songwriter than a song singer. Oh yeah, how is your uh, punk band going? How is Fade on Shuffle doing? Great, we are, we're mastering our second single right now. It'll actually probably be dropping next week, so it um, could be out by the time this episode drops. It very well will be. Though I like to try to coordinate the drops of the episode with us promoting it on Pod, but mm-hmm. who cares? You know, maybe we'll just drop it. Maybe we'll just drop it. Why not? What's, what's this one called? Style. It's called, it's either called All Year or called um, Down and Out. Or it might be called All Year parentheses Down and Out. Um, it's about <laughs> being afraid ask. to smoke. It's Well, it's your idea. You should be really happy. <laughs> you should be really happy. This song is my idea or the band is? The song. Didn't you write one? Didn't you say that we should write one about being afraid to smoke weed? No, I thought mine was Wet Dreams, Dry Days. Well, that's the one where you came up with the actual lyric. You also <laughs> told me to write one about being afraid of smoking weed, which I like then did. a guy's nervous to try weed or like you don't know where to smoke it because you're in high school? Nervous to try it. <laughs> that's funny. A song called Nervous yeah. to Try It. <laughs> nervous to try it uh that yeah that lyric is not in there but that's pretty good yeah there's never really a song about being nervous or apprehensive or stressed out is there mm. 20 20 24 hours ago i want to be sedated yeah that one's kind of about having a breakdown he's nervous but on the surface he looks calm and ready to drop bombs right? but yeah. he keeps on forgetting right? yeah that song is about puking you're so nervous yeah <laughs> He literally has his mother's spaghetti all over his fucking favorite sweater, which he shouldn't have worn to a... Yeah, he shouldn't have, like, wore that to a rap battle. Imagine a rap battle where you're just rapping and you're just, like, covered in puke. Your mother's spaghetti all down the front of your shirt. (laughs) It's disgusting. Marshall, at least least take your sweater off and wear just a tee. (laughs) Wearing a fucking cashmere blue sweater to a rap battle there's no way you just finished a lasagna (laughs) takes take a beat before heading (laughs) you're force you're burning the candle at both ends rabbit yeah rabbit good stuff um Uh, here's one from jono jono writes headgum formula one podcast when I'd love to listen to Jake, Marika, and Jeff. Hell, even old Blumenfeld. Wax Motorsport. Whoa. I don't know anything. I didn't watch the documentary yet. Well, I think you actually have time now because at the time of recording this episode, it's August 3rd. Um, it's it's kind of like the mid-season break. Next, next month, I believe we are going to drop a Formula One podcast for the second half of the season. Whoa. 
Okay. Yeah. So Me, it Marika, is Pile, Casey. Pile's in. All of the Pile is in. All of the I think it's going to be like the Headgum podcast, except um, instead of just like talking about Formula One while Jeff, Jeff like looks for his notes and which weird game we're going to play, we're actually just going to talk about Formula One because oh, wow. there's a lot of exciting exciting stuff happening on and off the track. <laughs> what What's exciting happening off the track? Um, so one of the, an old, like great goat type driver, Sebastian Vettel just announced his retirement Mm -hmm. um then there's another kind of like old goat on the team on um or in the in formula one uh and they and they announced um so the day i think a day or two after sebastian vettel announced his retirement uh fernando alonso announced that he was leaving his team alpine and going to drive for ashton martin aston martin uh where vettel was driving uh alpine had no idea that he was <laughs> that he was leaving mm. uh, and then there's a young australian driver who like alpine has kind of been like grooming in their formula two um races mm-hmm. they announce that he's coming up and going to take fernando alonso's seat and he, then <laughs> piastri tweets i don't know what they're talking about i haven't signed a contract and i will not be driving for alpine next year and like, it seems like Al- Alonso announced waited till the day after uh, Piastri's contract expired to announce this. So basically, to f- it seems like maybe to fuck over Alpine. And then as they're trying to get in touch with him, he was on a yacht in Ibiza or something like that. So yeah, that's what you can expect from the pod. There's a lot of drama. Only other people will be understanding what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Okay, let's take a break. Come back and answer more lightning round cues after these. Love it. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh right. it's a it's they have 24/7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag and drop technology. You can code, you can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product from Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? boneheader.com boneheader it's like interesting that's pretty good yeah yeah it's like if you're a boneheaded person but you're doing a boneheader of a move you know what i mean what about fitnessnah.com so it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement good. movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness <laughs> yeah it's more of a fitness <laughs> nah thing yeah uh, squarespace ai also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website they can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty 
pretty cool there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com slash segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% Ooh. off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And we are back. Uh, Here's a question about Jake and Amir episodes. Okay. Are all of the episodes that are shot in hotel rooms because you guys needed content when you were away for the holidays or did you genuinely record some because you wanted the setting of a hotel room? I think we, we almost never recorded one out of necessity because we were traveling. I think, yeah, unless, unless it's one that we shot ourselves, it was too much. It would have been too much effort to bring like the whole film crew to a hotel. I think it probably came up because we would do, we were traveling together all the time and we would do bits in hotel rooms and on planes and like in transit. So then, um, then we, we thought that like we would, um, we'd bring those to life. I do remember there are probably more like the episode, like we want, I think we wrote one in a hotel room, but the hotel was so expensive that we needed to shoot two there. So the quick cuts of us on a trip that was shot in lower Manhattan um you're like ordering room service uh Mm -hmm. it's like telling the uh concierge to put the spaghetti in their ass yeah Um, shove it up your ass and we needed to have a second one so i think that was when we wrote the 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 lights out where it's basically in in the dark the entire time but then there was one where we were in vegas and we just shot like a random blackjack video in a hotel because we were in a hotel not hotel specific. yeah that so we were maybe there, it's a little bit of both we were there covering two months two million but that wasn't like that wasn't like oh we're out of town and we need to shoot a video that was more like we're in vegas so wouldn't it be cool to shoot a video right sometimes that happened where where we were like somewhere for a show or somewhere for an event and then we'd be like this is a good place for a video right uh kind of related asher writes uh what do you do to kick writer's blocks ass when you're feeling uninspired, but you know, you've got to make something. Mm, I think, I don't know. I, I definitely get writer's block. Usually I, I pace, I get up and I need to move. I think, sitting there waiting for writer's block to clear is something that I can't do. So like if creativity is not coming to me and say, I'm at the office, I'll ride my bike home and sometimes just not staring at whatever I have to do. I'll like right. something will click as I'm riding or I'll so go I'll to the bathroom. 
Yeah, I'll go to the bathroom yeah. and be like, I do my best thinking on the toilet. Whether that's true or not, it sort of convinces me that I do have to, at the very least, use the bathroom, get out of the room, and maybe I can think of something there. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely one thing not to do, and I do this sometimes too, is be like, I need some, I need some time away from this idea. You go on a walk, and then you start looking at your phone, start doing mm -hmm. something else, distracting yeah. yourself. I never need back. a phone free moment after. Yeah. That's why bike riding is good for me because it's, I can't use my phone. My brain unlocks. Monkeyu5 asks Have you ever gotten out of a ticket because the cop was a fan? <laughs> no, definitely not. I got a speeding ticket in the RV on the way to LA when we were shooting the RV episodes. Yeah, that was so intense. What did you do to make that guy so mad? I can't remember. He really I think hated we like, you. Yeah, because we didn't rent the RV or something. So it's like, let me see the paperwork. I'm like, there, somebody else rented this car and like that raised the red flag for him. Yeah. Yeah, he was, he was very, he was very mad. But we got it. We did get the ticket. We didn't talk our way out of it. And the guy was not a fan, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Um, um Roman Madeline asks, would you rather get bitten by a shark and live or strike struck by lightning and live? What's a cooler story? Um, I feel like shark because I feel like I, I people can kind of lie about getting struck by lightning. Um, shark, you'd have a scar or a missing limb. And that's kind of like, yeah, yeah. I feel like I've just met people who have gotten struck by lightning and they just seem a little weird. You know, like you just don't believe in your them. brain cells. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've never met anyone that had gotten bitten by a shark, but the the beaches were closed out in Rockaway last week uh, because of sharks. And wow. I did you surf still on went. Sunday. You when still they went. were, yeah, when they were back open, I did. You were like, I'm, a fucking I, I'm not afraid hero. of that shit. Yeah. I'm not afraid. I did. Then I keep on touching my head, head because, yeah, I'm not. But well, I got stung by a jellyfish when I was in Italy. I talked yeah. about that already, right? I yeah. wiped out on my board and it hit me in the head. Uh huh. Like, it flew up in the air <laughs> and landed on my head as I popped yeah. out of the water, and I have yeah. like a scab in the center of my head here. Oh wow! Like blood came out. Yeah. I kept on looking at it, and at the moment, blood was not coming out. But later, I like saw that it was almost like a skinned knee or something, <laughs> just like Ouch. a bloody scrape. Yeah, on and your head, still, <laughs> on my head. It feels like it's there's like an indent and a scab right there, like a full on indent in my head. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> so sharks aren't the dangerous thing at the beach. You are. That's where that's that's the lesson there. You're talking to a boogie boarder, <laughs> <laughs> trying to give me a parking ticket. Um, uh, okay, Proto Tom, yeah. another would you rather? Would you uh -huh. rather be killed by an axe murderer or a sledgehammer murderer? Both take two <laughs> hits to finish the job. <laughs> uh, I guess axe sounds like more quick and sharp and instant yeah yeah i feel like i've been knocked on the head you know by a surfboard obviously um yeah i've been hit with blunt things in the head more 
and I know what that feels like, and I wouldn't look forward to it. I wouldn't look forward to getting murdered by the axe either, but at least that would be something new. <laughs> at least for one swipe, because by the second one, you're dead. Yeah. Um, how many games of Settlers of Catan have you won in your lifetime? Asks Reggie Tsunami. Do you Probably hear that knocking on the door? Yeah. My dog's desperately trying to get in. I feel like I should let him in. Luke wants to answer this question. <laughs> He's legitimately knocking like a human boy. <laughs> Go I get him. Go let it. him in. sauntering in like he's mad it took him that long <laughs> jesus i've been knocking for like you, an hour when you first got luke were you like excited <laughs> to have a dog or were you nervous you're like i don't know if i really want a dog i don't really like dogs that's right didn't want a dog didn't and now didn't, looking forward to it now he's my sort of think... boss slash uncle slash best friend boy so yeah. he's like in charge do you, of me. do you love him with all your heart yeah i'm a full-on i'm all in i'm committed and he brings me, he's a joy boy is how I call him. So he brings me joy. And he's a boy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So like when Luke is, what's the thing that Luke does that makes you the happiest? Um, maybe when he lays down next to me and then like lays on his back and he sort of <laughs> looks me in the eyes in a way that connotes, you should rub my belly. And then I obviously do rub his belly. And then he looks very sweet, take photos of him. Send it to anybody who wants to see a belly picture. Um, here's one from earlier today. <laughs> sort of in a sweater. <laughs> Happy about That's it. Good. Yeah. Here's one of him looking drunk because he's sort of passed out. <laughs> he's very cute. Yeah. Uh, never played Catan. <laughs> no. Yes, you have. Really? Yeah. Never played Catan. Wow. You'd when be have you good played? at it. I feel like when I I've, I feel like anytime you go upstate someone has Catan or there's Catan there. I've played with I see. with family upstate with friends upstate. Are you good? Is um, it a fun game? It's a fun game because it's like you can take it really seriously and it's kind of like a bit for me to be like a hard-nosed negotiator. So when things are going really well, I'm uh, I'm like an evil dictator type of guy, you know, using uh -huh. my leverage to to hammer people into the ground. And when things are going bad, I think it's funny, too, because, you know, I'm just a humble uh, brick farmer. I'm a, I'm a shepherd. I have sheep and stuff. So, yeah, it's one of Either those games where it's fun, fun if you're, yeah, it's fun if you're losing and it's fun if you're winning. That's good. I like, I, I lean into the role play negotiation aspect of it. One last question about what questions. Amazing. Ophile asks, do you think you've gotten wiser with time answering people's questions? Huh. Wiser with... In a very narrow field, I think I have gotten wiser. I've gotten a lot of insight into how people view themselves and their significant others in relationships. And I feel like that perspective of being self-aware and looking at the bigger picture and 
trying to understand other people's points of view has helped me as a moderator um, in giving like advice to friends and family when, when they're upset, when they're in arguments, when things aren't going great. Yeah. I feel like it's the opposite. Like I think you've gotten worse. Really? I thought you were going to say like you got like you weren't getting the same thing that I got, but you're sort of just like the question. I disagree was, do you with like you. you. Yeah. I feel like I have. Do yeah. you feel like you got wiser? And I said yes, yeah. and you said you haven't. I feel like that's not answering the question. But I guess okay. I like technically, I've from. gotten wiser uh, in comparison. There you go. Now you answered the question. <laughs> And that was perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and it was only basically my mediation and my coaching. That you no, got I, to so. your I was there already. Yeah. You are nothing without me. You're nothing without me. You are. You're nothing without me. You're garbage without <laughs> me. You couldn't do it alone, but I could do it by myself because I'm the only one that matters to the show. That's a golden mic for me. That's a turdy for your ass. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in, everybody. Uh, this is If I Were You. Rate, review, subscribe. Check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. That opening theme song was whatever. The uh, closing one is going to be the same one on the way out. Fuck, what else? <laughs> An axe comes in and slices your head in half. <laughs> Find me on Twitter. I'm Joe Rogan fanboy 69 <laughs> Same on TikTok, same on Instagram. <laughs> Joe Rogan fanboy69. Let's see if that's a name. Nope. Still available yes. if anyone wants. Really? Wow. wow. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Thank you to all who tweeted their cues for us. We did our best to QA them all. We sure did. We sure did. Uh, and yes, like Jake said, there's more of us answering more questions, uh, doing Jake and Amir trivia, watching Jake and Amir videos, all on our... Um, Patreon, patreon.com slash JA. Damn right. And send in those theme songs. We need more theme songs, so now's the chance. And if we've never played yours, yes. maybe nudge it to the top. Maybe let's, mm -hmm. Just let's bump. hear it again. Just bump that email. Yeah. Bump up the jam. Bump it up. Mm. Uh, all right. One last time. From Jordy in Briz Vegas. Uh, Briz this Vegas, is the, that's right. the Lord-based theme song, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you. Bye. I've never done an STD test I cut my teeth on random names from the TV And I'm not proud of my first time Was it so messed up? If I were you, I'd tell us and everybody's like girlfriends, boyfriends, girlfriends of their best friend, pets, sex, parents, Tinder schools, they send them in. And Jake and Amir just bully them. A lot of people aren't loyal, loyal. So many questions about cheating. Just cause Amir is a new man, doesn't mean you go and fuck your girlfriend's mom. Seriously. Why would you, like, why? If I were you. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that at all. That was a HeadGum original.